Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Today's Limud is a very good springboard for discussion about assessing where we are in our Vodas Hashem. So, without further ado, let's jump in. The Mesil Sasharma is talking about the super duper high level of Yeras Hachet, of, um, you said, you know, the sphere of sin. And he's explaining that just using the terms that he says is, is, is a little bit scary, frankly. Certainly human beings, so what's he referring to? He's saying, even the malachim, even the angels themselves, are terrified of Hashem. Maybe they'll do a little bit of a vera, who knows something will get involved over there. So certainly human beings should be terrified. You're a human being. It's so easy. And it's easy for them to do something that is not according to the awe, according to the majesty of Hashem. And he goes on. He says he, that's what Eliphaz was saying to Eov. And Eov, Eov was a tzaddik gomer. Eov was, was almost as perfect as a person could get. And Eliphaz was saying, but at the end of the day, you're a human being, so you probably did have errors. Eliphaz was a good friend of his. He probably knew him kind of well. And nevertheless, that was his, so to speak, accusation. So, and, 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 um, and he goes on, just skipping a little bit, everyone has to tremble, has to, has to fear, you know, quake and tremble, and so on and so forth. And I was reading these words, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's pretty scary. Right? That's pretty scary. And um, I just know that for myself, if I were really feeling that way constantly, I would be in bad shape. And it reminded me of a story that happened to me somewhat recently. So uh, I don't know if I should... You know, throw this out to the internet, but I guess I am. A bunch of years ago, about 15 years ago or so, I was hired to do a certain job, and I did the job on a consistent basis. There was one day that I accidentally uh, overslept. I had to wake up at 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning to do this. I accidentally overslept, and I just totally missed it. And I didn't recall, I couldn't recall if I got paid by the day or if I got paid for the month, but the point is that I felt that I got overpaid for that job because there was a day that I missed what I was supposed to do. Okay, this was 15 years ago. About uh, two months ago, I had a strange dream, frankly, where I was... Uh, I had written an email to a certain well-known Rav who's around nowadays, and I told him the story, and I asked him, what should I do? Because this is already 15 years back. I don't even know who paid me. I don't even remember who paid me and what, you know, who was the job because I got it. Was, I was really taking over for a friend. The whole story. And just what do I do? How do I do tshuva? That's, that was the basic question. So when I got up, I said, it doesn't hurt. So I tracked down this Rav's email address and I sent him an email and I wrote, you know, just this happened 15 years ago and I've been thinking about it and I feel bad and what do I do? And I got a very strongly worded response. It wasn't like angry, but it was like, you, you need to move on. You did tshuva. You feel bad. He gave me some advice about how to pay back. You should support certain causes in, in, in that area. You know, give to a mikvah or something like that. But um, you, you, you did tshuva. You should move on. And it's okay. And, and Hashem doesn't expect anything more than you. I guess he thought that maybe I was like terrified about this for the past 15 years. And I finally had the courage to email. Whatever it may be. But what's the point over here? I don't understand. Right? How could he say such a thing? A person did an avera. Do we know what an avera is? And so on. And the basic idea I think that we see over here is that the question always is, is this helping my avod Hashem? Again, not is this making me feel comfortable. It's very understandable that when we're pushing ourselves, we're going to be out of our comfort zone. But is this helping my avodas Hashem? If a person is, you know, Hashem, and he's constantly trembling, and he can't move a finger, that's not, for the vast, vast majority of us, that's not going to be helping our avodas Hashem. That's going to be very much hindering our avodas Hashem. We're going to be afraid to interact with our spouse, with our kids, with our friends. We're going to be afraid to move. We're going to, you know, uh, and so on and so forth. 
So it's very important. We right now are, we have this glimpse. We are Zoha to have this glimpse of what it means to be a Gadol Yisrael. We are Zoha to have this glimpse of what, what Hashem could, you know, what, what a human being could make out of what Hashem has given us. But if we are not there and we start to mimic this, then Chas Shalom not only will we not actually achieve it, but it will totally impede our Avodah Hashem. It's important for a person to recognize this and, and not to push themselves too far because, it, to the contrary, you're hurting your Avodah Hashem. I just was recently sitting, I, got, I wasn't involved in the uh, conversation, but I was sitting among some friends and two friends were discussing the idea of the Gedolim stories. Pro or con? And the arguments were essentially something like this. One friend was saying that he never really liked them because they kind of set the bar too high. They made um, um, Gedolim like perfect from the moment they were born and, and generally that's not a reality and so on. And the other one was saying, no, this is a, a, a glimpse of what it means to be a Gadol and a person should recognize that you know, who Ramosha Feinstein was and who the Chazanesh was and so on and so forth. And I happen to think that both of them are correct to various degrees because the first person, it depends on your perspective. If a person comes in and they look at this Gedolim books and they're like, you know, either one of two options. I want to be like that. I try to be like that and I will fail miserably because I, I just don't have that. I don't have the intelligence. I don't have the flesh, I don't have whatever it may be. Or, Chas Vashalom the other way. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yahadus is just for these special people. It's not for me. So if that's going to be a person's attitude, yeah, the Gedolim books are not for you. But if the attitude is, wow, look what a Gadol is. Okay, I'm not like that. I'm going to try to be who I can be. So that's a much more, you know, that's a healthier attitude. I'm not saying, you know, the first guy is wrong in his attitude. I think it's very normal for a person when they read a story to be like, what about me? Can I, can I try to accomplish that? But the point is that the person has to be very careful with all of the things that we bring into our lives. Is this really helping our Avodah Hashem? Is this pushing us forward? We're reading this Gedolim story. Are we getting inspired? And therefore, I'm going to, in the long run, actually... Um, um, be depressed because I'm not like this Gadol? Or am I getting inspired to see, wow, look what you've been being accomplished. I might not be that person, but I'll be the best me. So, bringing it back to us, when it comes to this super high level of Yeres HaChet, a person should recognize, perhaps we're not ready for that. Okay? I'm not holding there. And, and, but, but being Yecharad and Sin and, 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 and Chet, how terrible it is, okay, fine. But if you are thinking like that and you're focused like that, will it actually help your avod to Hashem? If the answer is yes, call a kavod. Oftentimes the answer is no. And if the answer is no, then the person should be careful to refrain. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.